Welcome and thanks for tuning in to Real People, Real Talk. Relevant conversations that take you from surviving to thriving. This is the podcast that goes there. My name is Paul Calco and I'm your host. Now let's talk. Hello, Thrivers. Yes, that's my name for y'all, um, because my goal and my hope for you is that you would thrive in every area of your life, spiritually, physically, financially, mentally, relationally. I want you to thrive. I want you to win. But thanks for tuning in today. This episode, all my episodes are for everybody, but specifically this one is for all the aspiring content creators, um, social media influencers, and YouTubers out there. My guest today is my dear cousin, Tatiana Ali. She is a fourth-year student at San Jose State University, majoring in film with a minor in women's studies. But y'all, check this out. She started a YouTube channel at the age of 16. Let me give you the stats. Over 200,000 subscribers to date, still growing. And in one of her videos, I checked it out, has over 800,000 views, hashtag goals, and she has 87,000 Instagram followers. So cousin, thank you so much for joining the show. Thank you for having me. Most definitely. So Tatiana, uh, well, first of all, shout out to the Laura Bell clan, the Laura Bell Washington clan. That's our family. Um, and the majority of our family resides in Mississippi. But you're out there living in L.A. Just tell tell us what is it like living in L.A. and what do you love the most about living there? L.A. is so crazy. I don't know how to even describe it. I feel like it's so big, but also so small. You make the quickest connections with people because it's just like you never know who knows who. And you end up finding out you're like, oh, you do film. I do film. Oh, wow. Let's do a campaign shoot together. And it just randomly happens like that. So it's it's really great how many opportunities are like at hand at LA and stuff. Um, what I love the most about LA, honestly the same, the opportunities at hand. I feel like being out here, I've been able to grow my platform and connect with other people that are doing the same thing. And so when I connect with them and stuff like that, it can just like, put two creatives together or meet multiple creatives and then it just becomes big and it's just LA is filled with that. So that's what I really love about it. That is good. And I'm going to keep it 100. I forgot you lived in LA because last, (laughs) like last November in 2019, my wife and I and my brother-in-law and sister-in-law, we visited LA and I just know next time uh, we visit there, we got to hit y'all up. Yes. You got to come through. Most definitely. You said it right. It is a huge place. I remember, I'm pretty sure you can attest to this more than me, but I remember we would put in the GPS the next place and it was say 15 miles away, but it'd be like an hour long drive. Hour. Mm -hmm. The traffic is terrible. (laughs) It takes almost 40 minutes just to get to where you're trying to go. Okay. Mm -hmm. Capital with a terrible with a capital T. (laughs) Uh-huh. <laughs> so let's let's get to it. You started this this YouTube channel, your YouTube channel at the age of 16. Like what inspired you to start that? Well, I used to always watch YouTube like religiously. <laughs> would watch it back to back to so many videos and then I remember one time I asked my dad, I was like, I want to make a YouTube channel and he's like, 
like, all right. He's like, I'll give you a camera. He's like, I got one. And he was like, you can start it up. And after that, I started making natural hair videos because I, that was when I just started growing my natural hair and getting into that whole journey. And I wanted to kind of like tape it in a way for people to see, for others to like follow along. And I remember I did a cornrow tutorial and it blew up so quick. And after that, it was just like more tutorials of hair and just like doing different things of art and stuff like that. And the channel just started to grow and grow. My dad was like, oh, this is, this is turning into something. <laughs> and after that, I just kept continuing and, and stuff like that. That is so good. Um, shout out to your dad for being that source of encouragement and giving you the man. tools to start, man. <laughs> we need good parents. Shout out yeah. to cousin Jamal and cousin, cousin Jill. In your own words, what do you think it takes to become a successful YouTuber slash content creator? I feel like to be a successful YouTuber and content creator, honestly, it's just being genuine with yourself and being serious with your content. I feel like with me, I just wanted to make sure people felt like they knew me and as if they were meeting myself in person. Um, I didn't want to be ungenuine or put out something that I wouldn't personally would want to watch. Also, I feel like me being a film major and always being interested in film, um, I kind of become a perfectionist about my content and I want to make sure it's like on the top shape of everything. And I want to make sure I'm not being like lazy when I'm like putting out these things and I'm actually like, putting my whole heart into these videos. But honestly, I just really think to be a good YouTuber is just to be genuine with yourself and genuine with the audience. So it's like if you personally don't feel like filming that day or you just you're not in it, I wouldn't do it because it's just like you got to be honest with yourself. and You got to be honest with the audience. Um, and I feel like that's what I've been doing this whole time is just being genuine about my content and what I put out and putting out things I love and things that interest me a lot. So. Yeah. Okay, Tatiana, I see you. <laughs> <laughs> and so, thank, Tat you, thank you. <laughs> most definitely. And so, Tatiana is a YouTuber, and I'm the podcaster. But I'm over taking notes from her. It's just say, like, be serious with your content. Be genuine. <laughs> Don't be lazy. Like all this stuff is is uh, applicable, not just to YouTubers, but everybody that's in that creative zone, that creative sphere, and just mm. really take your content seriously. And so, I want to say, like, from the videos that I've watched. Uh, you have a lot of personality. I just don't remember seeing all yeah. that when you was growing up and just so proud of you and the woman that you have yeah. blossomed to be. Thank you. Most definitely. And Tatiana, I got to ask you this. Being in the public eye with all those subscribers, uh, with all those followers, what is uh, your favorite and least favorite part about being in the, the quote-unquote public eye? Yeah. Um, I'll have to to say my favorite is I don't being able to inspire other people about what I do. I feel like sometimes I look at myself as just a regular person and I forget how much I'm impacting people. So it kind of makes me happy to see people like hit me up and be like, oh, this video really inspired me to do this or it really made me feel great about myself. And it's just like, I'm happy that I'm able to do that for people. I feel like my least is also 
is just being in the public eye sometimes because it's just like people are watching you and you, people forget that you are human and you make mistakes or you just don't feel good or it just we're all human and people forget that and sometimes they want you to entertain them a lot um, and they forget that it's like I'm tired or I'm personally drained or school emotionally drains me and stuff like that. So I feel like my least favorite is just like not being understood sometimes. Um, yeah, but I love inspiring people. That's, that's the best part of my job to be honest. <laughs> I love that answer. Cousin, like I, I wish I know this is a podcast and you can't see her, but as I'm talking to her about her craft and her passion, I wish you can see just like the glow and the smile on her face. Like she really takes this seriously and she loves what she is doing. And so yeah, about being in the public eye, like on a lesser scale, like growing up, I feel like I was like in a quote unquote public eye just because I was like the pastor's kid. So by public, I mean like uh, the church, I like super public with, you know, 200,000 subscribers or whatnot. And so I feel you yeah. and there, there's levels to this. And do you find it true that people are quicker to criticize rather than compliment? Do you find that true? Yes, I feel like in reality, we have more haters than appreciators. <laughs> and people rather put us down than lift us up quickly. But at the end of the day, as long as you know who you are and you know yourself and you believe in your craft and what you're doing, it, it doesn't really matter what people have to say. Because if it's not true and you know it doesn't really resonate with you, it's just like, it's just words, to be honest. Okay. You better preach over <laughs> that you're right. It's so encouraging. <laughs> Yeah. And so with with what you do, like, how do you personally handle that criticism? You kind of answered it in your previous statement, but just want to get even more specific. How do you handle criticism when it comes your way? Yeah. Um, honestly, what I usually do is I turn off my notifications mm. <laughs> um, physically because I feel like when I am reminded every day of like what someone's saying, it kind of gets into my head. And I had to realize about myself, like, how much can I handle? And sometimes I try to, like, make sure I separate myself um, from those comments. So say if somebody does say something rude or mean to me, I have to always realize, like, okay, are they saying this out of just to just say it to me? Or is this just constructive criticism? Like, how do we level this out? And I always just tell myself, like, you know who you are. You know what you do. There's no point of taking this in and dwelling on it because at the end of the day, somebody could just be hating on you and just wishing for you to downfall. And that's just, you can't let, like, you can't let that happen. Facts. Like proud yeah. of you for being so self-aware and like setting up those boundaries in this virtual world, this social media world that we live in that because of this screen that people would say, they feel this extra boldness that they would say things that they wouldn't say if they saw the yeah. creators face to face. <laughs> okay. I'd be like, yeah. I don't want to give this person any, any credit, but I feel like the girl, man, catch me outside. Like, would you really say this to my face? <laughs> now nah, I'm just playing y'all. I'm saying I ain't going to do that. But the new song, Try Jesus, Don't Try Me. Anyway, let me not get <laughs> off track. Uh, but but you, you are so right, cousin. We got to watch out for those trolls. Because there are some people that no matter how great or excellent that we do, they still would criticize. And every criticism is not constructive. 
And so we just got to be really careful of that. But but I digress. I ain't going to give any more credit to these haters. <laughs> so man, <laughs> how, <laughs> how old are you now? I am 21. I just turned 21. Really? Happy belated birthday. Thank you. <laughs> so you're 21. You have been doing this for five years. What would you say is your greatest achievement to date? My greatest, are we saying career-wise or just like in my life or both? That's good. Let's do both. If you have one of each, go for it. Both? I would say career-wise, my biggest achievement recently, I got to be able to um, be a creative director for a campaign shoot. And I was actually so excited to do that because I was just like, I finally can exercise my major and do what I really want, see what it's like behind the scenes, actually put my entire like creative eye into this. And it turned out so beautiful. The product was perfect. Um, Also, I think also career wise, I'm really proud of just how far I've gotten just Mm -hmm. being a fourth year in college um, and still doing YouTube and still trying to make sure my career is going. I feel like I'm really proud of myself for that because I feel like a lot of my friends, we just, college is a struggle (laughs) and it can be hard sometimes, but I feel like it's just so good to see myself persevere and like still trying to, you know, do well in life and stuff like that. Um, Besides my career, I'm just happy to be alive, to be honest, healthy, um, See my family, have my family present. I think that's honestly my biggest achievements is just seeing them happy, seeing my family happy, my grandma, like being well, seeing my grandparents happy and alive and well. Um, honestly, that's, I'm just really grateful for that, especially during this time. I feel like it's just so scary. We don't know what's going to hit in 2020, but okay. it's really good to wake up every day and just see those achievements and stuff. That is good. And like super proud of you as your cousin. I'm super proud of you as well. What would you say? So that's your greatest achievement. And I just know you, um, you're a go-getter. What is your next milestone? Graduation is the next milestone. Getting this diploma. Oh my God. I feel like it's been so long, but so quick. Because I remember everybody would tell me, like, college goes by so fast. And then I'm a freshman year. I was like, no, it doesn't. And then now I'm, like, a senior. I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, I got to get my life together. (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm about to graduate and stuff. So next achievement is getting this diploma and, honestly, starting my life and stuff. And that is a great achievement um, to look forward to. And also for those that's listening, if you are in college, uh, I would encourage you to check out episode 28. It's called Back to School-ish. The issue is because it's 2020 and it's crazy. We're not going back completely. And so we raise some issues that college students face that, you know, people that haven't gone to college or haven't gone in a while don't, they don't realize students are dealing with anxiety, um, emotional issues, mental issues. And so in that episode, we tell them how to go from surviving to thriving and make an impact for the Lord on the campus. And so Tatiana, before I let you go, you know, I had to bring this up. Please tell the people about meeting Tyra Banks. Like I was scrolling through and it wasn't, I follow you of course, but it wasn't even your account. I, I scrolled past and like Tyra Banks was taking a picture of this person. I was like, wait, 
that's my cousin. So tell us about that. <laughs> that was a crazy day. Um, I actually was going to BeautyCon. It's um, this huge convention they do every year for social media influencers, specifically for um, influencers that are in the beauty community. And I went that year um, as one of their guests and I had to take, I brought my best friend with me. Usually in those conventions, I bring my best friends because I just feel like it's good to have somebody that got your back and stuff. And so um, I went to the place and then I remember I had to take a picture of my outfit for this company. So we go backstage, we're trying to find um, a, a cute little area. So he starts taking pictures of me. And as he's taking pictures of me, I see a black car pull up and I was like, who's, who's stopping? And she rolled down the window and she was like, do you guys need some help? I was like, yes, Tyra. I was like, yes, we do need some help. And so she gets out the car and she literally starts telling me, she's like, lay on the ground and lift your neck. And I promise you, cousin, I am shaking the entire time because I'm like oh my god there is Tyra Banks literally taking a picture of me and I'm trying to act like it's okay but I'm like sitting here like oh my god I watch every single America's Next Top Model (laughs) episode but it was insane afterwards um she left she was like this is so great showed me the pictures and then she came back again with her friends and she was like basically showing them like she's so beautiful um this wow. is great pictures. And it was just, it was so great. And then afterwards she ended up, I was at home, I was chilling. And I, I remember my friend was like, you should check your phone. <laughs> and I checked and she posted, <laughs> I had, cause I don't have my, I have my phone. I do not disturb. So mm-hmm. literally I checked and she posted me. I promise you cousin, I think I almost passed out. I was like, Oh my gosh. I was like, I can't believe she posted me. It was insane. It was just like a high. I could not even explain. I was just so grateful like that experience even happened. So, and then I posted a video of that uh, whole thing happening of Tyra on Twitter and that went extremely viral. I was like, oh my God. It was just, it was just so much in one day. <laughs> that yeah. is so Good. And I know you said like on the inside, you know, you were shaking, but from the video, like you held it together, striking the pole. So kudos <laughs> to you for that. <laughs> Thank you. I was like, do not embarrass yourself in front of Tyra. <laughs> okay. You made that Please moment count. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yes, this has been a wonderful um, conversation. Like one of the byproducts of podcasting is reaching out to family and friends and just having like a cool and fun conversation and inviting you, the listener, into this. And our goal is for you to go from surviving to thriving, as mentioned. But it is time for our lightning round. I got two questions for you. You're going to answer these in 30 seconds or less. Are you ready? I guess. (laughs) (laughs) On your mark, get set, go. Number one, you're in the beauty community. What do you do for self-care? Um, I, I love skincare. I don't know. I really love skincare. I literally put on a face mask, an eye mask, and buy so many serums and oils and drown myself in that at night. And then <laughs> and that's like my self-care. And, oh, watch a good show. 
while I'm doing that, that's honestly a good night for me. <laughs> okay, good answer. Good answer. Like I'm on Family Feud. Clap my hands. Good answer. Good answer. And I'm a little nervous. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> and the last one. This is the one we always ask. But how can people go from surviving to thriving? In your own words. Um, honestly, just believe in yourself and trust your intuition. The best person to do or the best person to trust is yourself because at the end of the day, you know what you want. You know how to get it. Wise words. words. (laughs) (laughs) We were saying the same thing. Wise words from (laughs) your old cousin, man. Because well, I know I said it before, but I just want to say, like, uh, this has been fun. Uh, this is all the, the laughter and the smiles. I'm super proud of you and your entrepreneur um, endeavors. And thank you so much for hopping on the podcast. No, thank you for having me. <laughs> Most definitely. And I got to say this, y'all, like, I know she's my cousin, but like, this is like my quote unquote biggest guest, like, so far. So I also want to shout that out that my biggest guest so far has been blood. And so, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and once again, shout out to the Laura Bell Washington clan. Um, that's our family. But to the listener, thank you so much for tuning in. If this is your first time listening, um, also thank you. And I just want to encourage you to start with episode one and binge all of this good content. Uh, as I said, my goal is to help you to thrive and to be all that God has called you to be. And lastly, I want to encourage you to shoot your shot. You heard that phrase around here before. That's my cousin, Tatiana. She started her channel at age 16 and grew it to over 200,000 subscribers. And I want to leave you with a question. What is the thing that God is calling you to do? What is the thing that's stirring in your heart that you're like, I need to do this, but you keep putting it off? My words to you is to go do it and to do it now. You may say, I'm scared. Well, I would say, do it afraid. The Bible says that God has not given us a spirit of fear, but a spirit of power, love, and a sound mind. But thanks for listening. That's all for today, and we will see you next time.